Hello and welcome to another episode of Premenstrual Anxiety Solutions. I am so excited that you're here and I'm excited that people are listening to this podcast and and being encouraged by it and seeing results and things are shifting. So I, yeah, I'm just super, super excited that you're here with me. It's another Monday. It's another week to jump into jump into things and just to immerse ourselves in God's grace and gentleness for another week. God's grace and God's love are so abundant. They, it never runs out. So if you've, if you've heard other episodes where I've talked about my, my logo or maybe not logo, my motto, my goodness, I'm having a hard time explaining things, but my motto, motto for life that I've really held to during my postpartum phase is today will be a day full of immense gentleness and grace. So just remember that today is another day for immense gentleness and grace. There's tons of this and tons of love available for this week. So I just pray that that encourages you on this Monday. So this week I am going to be sharing the opposite of what I shared last week. I shared two things to stop doing in your premenstrual phase when the anxiety is roaring and high. So that was last week. So I encourage you to go head on over there and give that a listen. And this week it's the opposite. Two things to start doing when you're in your premenstrual phase and the anxiety is high and roaring. Because often if we don't replace it with good positive things, we'll just revert back to the things that we've been doing that are comfortable and that feel that feel secure and safe. But they're really not and they're not helping us thrive. So I'm going to get into that. But before I do, I want to read a review. And it is from King Gordon. It, the title is A Much Needed Support. And this is what it says. Lorraine is incredibly knowledgeable. She offers support and ways to manage these challenges that never feels overwhelming. In the past, I've definitely felt like I've been alone in this and like I'm going crazy. She has allowed me to realize that I'm not the only one in this boat and that there are ways to not only manage but to thrive. Awesome. Thank you so much, King Gordon, for sharing that. That means a lot to me. And if you have feedback or want to leave a review or you're liking the show, I encourage you to head over to Apple Podcasts and and go scroll down to rates and reviews or reviews and ratings or whatever it is and click write a review and share your thoughts with me and I will definitely share it on the podcast. So thank you again, King Gordon, means a lot to me. So let's get into two things to start doing in your premenstrual phase when the anxiety is high. Is the anxiety you get the week before your period feeling too much? Are you just wanting more calm and peace in your mind so that you can feel quote-unquote normal again? If this sounds familiar, I'm glad you're here. Welcome to Premenstrual Anxiety Solutions, a holistic and faith-based podcast for women with premenstrual anxiety. I'm Loren, a nurse, reflexologist, Jesus follower, mom, and PMDD warrior. My mission is to help you navigate the turbulence of premenstrual anxiety through things like understanding your cycle, grounding your identity in God, hearing stories from other women, learning nutrition hacks, and so much more, so that you can have more peace and calm in your life. So, if you're ready to get on up from under your duvet, been there, and start this journey together, I encourage you to keep listening. Let's get started. Okay, so we are on to two things to start doing in your premenstrual phase 
when the anxiety is high, when your thoughts are circling, when the thoughts are spiraling, when you don't know what the next thing is to do. And it feels so difficult to get up from that floor, get up from under your duvet, get up from the floor of your shower, whatever it is, wherever you're finding yourself that it feels like that's your safe place, but your mind is still going, going wild. Um, I encourage you to do these things. These are, these can be the next thing that you do right after standing up, getting up, (laughs) but the next thing after that. So you don't have to wonder when you're in when you're in that moment, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when the anxiety is so high, you don't have to wonder, what is the next thing that I need to do? You kind of have that solution already. These are the two things. You could start just with one and see how that helps you. And if that has helped you, then you move on to the next thing. So these are two things that you can start doing when, when the anxiety feels unmanageable. So number one I have is get outside. And number two is start journaling. So number one, get outside. This just literally means getting a jacket on, getting your shoes on, and walking outside, sitting on your porch, getting fresh air, getting sunlight on your face. And there are so many reasons why this next step, this next thing is so impactful. And one is you're just changing your environment. You're out of the environment that your mind has been going in circles in and you're changing, changing the scenery, changing, um, yeah, what your, what your mind is seeing or what your eyes are seeing. And then that can change the, the pattern of your mind as well. You're just kind of shifting things. You're you're disrupting where um, where you have felt that the spiral has kept on going, and it doesn't mean that you have to be outside for hours. <laughs> it could just be five minutes, five minutes going around the block, just changing your environment, changing what you've been doing, because obviously, even if you're doing good things, even if you're doing the dishes or you're you're hanging out with your kids or whatever it is, you just had lunch, it still might not be the best place or the best environment that um, that will foster your mind shifting and your thoughts changing to the next thing. So get your jacket on, get your kids outside and just, just change the environment. And the other thing about getting outside is you're going to be exposing, exposing yourself to sunlight. And sunlight has this amazing, amazing benefit of, especially when we're outside, either in the morning or in the evening, our eyes are taking in the, the wavelengths of the sunlight so that in the morning, it's kind of preparing us for the day with hormonal um, balances and um, more serotonin, which is going to lift our mood. And then in the evening, it's almost like the wavelength, I don't know if I'm using the right word, but the wavelengths or the rays are going to be almost calming down our system and getting us ready for the evening, getting us ready for bed, all of those things. So it's 
really good just to be getting outside, getting sunlight in your eyes to increase serotonin because when there is less serotonin in our bodies, this can lead to more depression, more anxiety, more weight gain, more PMS, more fatigue, more sleep issues. And so you quickly see that just by getting outside on a regular basis, not just here and there, but on a regular basis, it's going to help shift shift your mindsets, shift your mood. It's going to boost, give you that little, little happy boost. And, and it's just a, it's a good habit to have to be outside. And if it's really cold, like it's January here and it's, it is cold outside, right? It's, it's not always the most pleasant to be outside if it's windy and snowy, but I just encourage you to bundle up or if it's intimidating to go outside when it's really cold, just maybe put on some some bundles of sweaters and jackets and toques, <laughs> all of the things, and even just sit outside. Even sit out on your porch or somewhere that maybe is away from the wind and just just be out with some fresh air so that you can get that that shift, that change of environment. Maybe you won't get sunlight, but just some fresh air, some oxygen, fresh oxygen for your for your brain as well. So that's number one. Number two is start journaling. And this one has been really big for me because often when I have been in that anxiety mode, I used to call it like PMDD mode, that it just feels so, everything just feels so, uh, everything feels so too much. That isn't the best grammar, but it's, it's just, just too much. It's way too much. I feel overstimulated. I feel my nervous system is through the roof and I'm buzzing and anxiety is just circling around in my mind. And when I'm able to kind of retreat from that, pull away and start journaling and get what's in my mind out on paper, that has been really beneficial. And not only does it help you see things from a different perspective because as soon as you start writing things out it's not on your mind it's on the paper and then the next step even for that could be like praying through it and asking God like hey God this is what's been going on in my mind and I can't seem to control this thought I can't seem to take this captive it just keeps coming up and it's spiraling and I'm spiraling so when you can see it from a different perspective, like literally a different perspective, it's not up in your head and cloud, you know, haziness up in your mind. It's on your journal right in front of you and you see like, oh, I've been, I've been really thinking and overthinking about this specific thing. Okay, that's not actually true or this, this, I can start seeing it from this perspective or you infuse the identity that God has spoken over you into whatever has been in your mind so you start saying to yourself I am the beloved of God and how does this thought how does this uh, way that I've been thinking how does it correspond with that truth that truth of being God's beloved and so many times they're going to be in complete opposition to each other it's going to be showing that maybe you're not you're not giving something to the Lord or you're not seeing yourself through through the eyes of who God sees you as. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, this isn't something we, we do on our own. 
through the power of the Holy Spirit, God's going to give you that clarity. And but it but it comes with a bit of action. I, I think especially when we're in the middle of that anxiety and our brains are just going all over the place and we feel like we're imploding, we might just have to do that next step of pulling away, sitting somewhere, bringing our journal with us, and maybe drinking a bit of water and really just being present, getting it out of our heads onto paper and then seeing and reading it. It's like, okay, interesting. That's That's been what's been circulating through my mind. And Lord, give me insight into that. Give me wisdom into that. So that's the second one that I encourage you to do is just start journaling. Get, get the thoughts out of your head and onto paper and fact check them or reality check them with God, with his wisdom and his discernment and the identity that he has spoken over you. Because if it's just up to us, woo, we just keep going in spirals. <laughs> I know that's for myself. I just keep going in spirals and I, I, I don't, nothing shifts and I keep getting stuck in my head. So yeah, number one is get outside, get a change of environment, fresh air, move your body if you need to, get some sunlight in your eyes. And number two is start journaling, get those those thoughts out of your mind and onto paper and read through them and ask for God's, God's wisdom in them. So I hope those are helpful to you. I'd love to hear your insights into them and how they have worked or what if there's any shifting that's occurred and yeah I hope that that can help you especially when you're when you're in the thick of the anxiety okay take care that's it for today thank you so much for being here with me if you have a friend who would benefit from hearing this episode or podcast send it their way and if this helped or encouraged you I would love it if you left me a review on apple podcasts This helps get this golden information into the right ears and is really the best way for you to say thank you. When you leave me a review, I'll also share it right on the podcast. Lastly, please know that this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of your primary care provider. By listening, you are agreeing to the full disclaimer linked in the show notes. All right, take care, friend.